All right, y'all, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast. Your host, Tommy Tahoe Alemo. Uh, before we get to the goods, let's talk about the sponsors of this podcast. This episode is brought to you by Zappos. E-commerce shoe shoppers know of Zappos.com, but many don't know about Zappos's fastest and largest growth engine, which is their B2B program called Zappos at Work. Zappos at Work is a unique B2B2C program that provides high-quality safety footwear, apparel, and uniform solutions for a range of industries in Fortune 100 companies like Delta Airlines, Chewy, Amazon, and Blue Origin. Zappos at Work is growing and is hiring sales directors, managers, and BDRs to help take them to the next level. Their B2B solution keeps employees safe and compliant at work while helping employers improve their company's culture through innovative, customer-driven footwear solutions. If that sounds interesting to you, go email them, zappos at work at zappos.com. That's zappos at, A-T, work at zappos.com, or you can go and apply directly online. It's also brought to you by the Revenue Lab Prospecting Cohort Bootcamp Number 2. That is what my friend and Anthony Natoli and I are running uh, it is all about how do you build seven figures of pipeline in six weeks? We do live sessions, uh, two and a half hours of live calls every single week, including uh, you know live sessions where we're walking through exactly how we prospect. We're doing live Q&As with great people in the tech space like Justin Welsh and Sam McKenna, Zoe Hartsfield, Ian Cognac. Um, and we do office hours as well, live Slack channel. And people are getting after it in our first cohort. People are booking meetings and creating pipeline and all that good stuff. So you can you can uh, go over to uh, check us out. Um, go to my LinkedIn page and you can find out more about that. For today, in today's episode, we're going to talk about manipulating time, time management, time manipulation, and it's something that I posted on LinkedIn. It got a lot of reactions, so I figured I would, I would, uh, I would talk about it. It's also something that we talked about in the Revenue Lab uh, prospecting boot camp. And you know what's interesting to me is that you know we all have 24 hours in a day. Bill Gates, me, you, uh, you know the person that works at Starbucks that took your order this morning, um, Sarah Blakely. Oprah, uh, everyone's got the same amount of time. And it's really the only equalizer that we have because everyone has a different uh, you know, family life. Everyone has a different coming up story. Everyone's got different values, different perspectives, different focuses, but no one changes time, right? And it's interesting to me how some people get so much shit done and some people don't. And love him or hate him, a great example is Elon Musk. I mean, dude is putting, trying to put people on the moon. He's reinventing the whole car industry. Now he's taking over Twitter. And he does a lot of shit in 24 hours. And I look at other people, and they're taking naps all day. And I, you know, I like to be in the camp of trying to get things done and be productive and move myself and my business and my family forward. So with that said... I don't think time management is the right way to phrase it. I think it's time manipulation, right? Because you're not managing your time. But how can you manipulate that same 24 hours to get the most amount done and 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 not even get the most amount of things done, but make the most progress? Because it's not always you need 100 things done. It might just be one thing done 
really well. So with that said, I think there's four steps to manipulating time. And let's let's take into, into account, um, you know, sleep, right? I'm not one of those people that's going to tell you to, to sleep three hours a night, right? I'm trying to get my seven, eight every single night, sometimes successfully, sometimes not. Last night I got my eight and I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, you got to eat, you know, you want to spend time with your family, you want to exercise, you, you do, you're working, you know, you might have kids or pets or friends or all these different things, right? So, um, and I think it's completely valid for someone to want to have the highest output in their work life or a lot of what we're going to focus on, and this is specific to salespeople, but, you know, take this, take this as you will, you know, you could get the 40 hour work week done in 20 hours and hit your quota and then spend the rest of that time with your family or traveling or playing with your dog or whatever. Or you could also spend the full 40 hours, but get twice as much done or be twice as productive and crush your number and make more money. And both of those approaches are valid. But in either of those cases, we want to be more efficient with our time, right? Working 40 to 50 hours and just hitting quota my opinion is not the name of the game, right? It's either you want either higher leverage on your time and you spend the rest of the time doing other things, or you want to make a lot more money and be a lot more successful with that same 40, 50, 60 hour work week. So I think there's four steps to doing this, to prioritize, to take action, to have urgency, and then to have systems. So we're going to go through all four of those today. The first step is to prioritize. So we do a lot of shit every day. And if I ask you what you do every day, you might not think about all of the small things that you do that are not getting you closer to where you want to be. So, you know, an exercise you can do is take a couple of days, maybe even a week. And as you're doing things every 15 to 30 minutes, write down what you did. Did you, you know, were you on a sales call? Were you prospecting? Were you taking a shower? Were you working out? Were you watching TV? Were you reading? Without judgment, just write down, just be observant, be, have awareness. Because again, this isn't about working 16 hours a day. So it's not about feeling guilty when you're not working, but it's just having awareness, right? And then let's think about what activities truly, truly make an impact on what you're, where you're trying to go, right? Um, not many. If you're in sales, there's a few activities that will actually get you closer to your goal, right? Maybe it's uh, researching accounts or prepping before a call or, or you're prospecting. It's, you know, putting contacts into a sequence, right, that you're going to prospect. It's actually making calls, sending emails, sending LinkedIn messages, maybe direct mail, um, getting on those Zoom calls if you're an AE, uh, putting proposals together, closing deals, negotiating. All of those things make an impact. They help you make money. They help you do your job. And then also learning and development. So listening to this podcast, reading a book, joining a community where you're actually learning things, all those things get you closer. What is not getting you closer and what is not making an impact? Updating the CRM, checking Instagram and TikTok, getting on a bunch of internal meetings, um, you know, generally procrastinating, spending all of your day in email or in Slack, right? So if you, if you take notice of how much time you're spending in each of these categories, the first thing you want to do is just no judgment, understand where you're spending your time, and then compare that to what an ideal situation is. So let's say you're working eight hours a day. 
and you're spending two and a half of those hours on the activities that make a real impact. Well, if you're not where you want to be, you might want to try to rejigger your calendar where you can spend more than those two and a half hours on high level impact activities. And, you know, I don't think that it's realistic if you're working for a company that 100% of your time is going to be impact driven. You do need to update the CRM. You do need to join internal meetings. You do need to do some sort, some, you know, BS uh, for lack of a better term, just in order to keep your job. So it's not going to go down to zero, most likely, but you can bring it further down and down. And it's, it's more of a number that a percentage that you want to keep getting higher and higher, the percentage of time that you spend on high impact activities. And the higher percentage that you spend on those, the more likely it is that you're going to get your job done in less time. So that's the first piece, prioritize. The second piece is taking action. So let's just say, for example, I don't think anyone is going to disagree that prospecting is one of the most important jobs uh, that you have as a salesperson. If you're a BDR, it might be really the only job. So, uh, and as an AE, it's incredibly important. So for, if you want to take action, here's the four steps that I take, which I call outbound mode. It's very simple, but it's similar to working out, right? Working out is not challenging to do, right? For most people, it's, it's in our head. It's the resistance to actually do the thing that, is, that makes it challenging. So let's try to make it as easy as possible. So outbound mode has four steps. First, you prep the day before. So you know who you're going to call, who you're going to email, what the research is. So when it's time to actually do that, which can be scary to make cold calls, it can be intimidating, it can just be draining or it's just challenging, right? You don't want to have other distractions. So you don't want to also have to do research. You don't want to have to make a call, then an email, then a LinkedIn. You just want everything done for you before. So when it comes time to show up in the morning, you are just dialed in and you're making your dials and sending your emails. So prep the day before. Second step, you block off the calendar. This is a meeting between you and you, between you and future customers. So what's easy to happen is you say, I'm going to prospect tomorrow. Cool. I'm going to do it at 9, 9 to 10 a.m. Cool. If that's not on your calendar, I'll speak for myself. And I come rolling into the laptop at 8.59. You know what's easy to do? It's easy to say, oh, I'll get to the prospecting, but first, let me just check this out. Let me, uh, let me go check Slack. Oh, let me check my email. Oh, now I'm on LinkedIn. I'm commenting on posts and I'm responding to shit. Um, you know, I'm not feeling it. Let me watch a YouTube video and get kind of fired up. And then it's 9.37. And I'm like, well, I can't do my prospecting in 20 minutes. I might as well just take a break and uh, I'll get to it tomorrow. And that happens day after day after day. And all of a sudden you look and you have no freaking pipeline. Block off the calendar like it's the most important meeting that you have. And so what I do is typically I do this in the morning. And I try to do it before, you know, a lot of meetings might happen. So I might do it. 7.30 to 9, 8 to 9, 8 to 9.30, you know, uh, depending on your role. If you're an SDR, you might need to do this multiple blocks, you know, a couple hour-long blocks a day. If you're an AE, an hour a day is probably going to suffice. Uh, you know your role better than I do, but typically that was my rule of thumb as an AE. It was like around 60 minutes a day. Some might be 90, some might be 30, depending on what's going on. And as a last resort, 
if something urgent comes up and my CEO says, hey, we have an all hands meeting at 8 a.m., you better be there. I'm not going to, although this is a very high priority meeting that I have with myself to prospect, I'm not going to be so uh, you know, rigid on it that, I, that I, I'll skip a meeting with the CEO, but I will move that meeting. And it might not be ideal, but I'm going to move it now to two to three or another time in my calendar that it fits, or I'll get up earlier and I'll go seven to eight, you know, and I'll get it done because on the calendar. So that means I need to get it done. So I could not more highly emphasize that. Third piece of this, no distractions. So when I'm in here, my phone's on do not disturb or it's in another room, my Slack's off. Um, I'm not in email. You know, I'm in, I use uh, now I use for my business, Apollo. It's not an ad. This is what I use for prospecting. So I'm in Apollo. I'm not in my own email. I'm not even in my inbox. I'm sending emails from Apollo. I've already got my research done. So I'm not there. Uh, if I go to LinkedIn, it's, uh, it's, it's only to make those touch points. So it's not to comment and it's not to like, and it might be to add you know people on there and, and make a connection request because that's a step of the sequence. But my, I'm not going on my phone, email, Slack, social media. And the fourth part is just having the discipline, right? Creating as minimal, what we're doing is creating minimal friction. So let's go back to the workout example. Let's say you want to work out in the morning. I'll give you two scenarios. One is set your alarm for 6 a.m. and you're just going to go and figure it out and go work out, right? You could do that. That is possible, but there's a lot of friction there, right? The way to remove friction and make it easier to work out is I'm going to do a few things. I might place my alarm on the other side of the room so I have to get out of bed and turn it off. I might have all my clothes laid out in order uh, so it's easy, or even sleep in my gym clothes so it's easy to do that. I might have my workout already planned the night before. Perhaps I committed and paid for a class. You're doing all these things that even if you do that, it is possible for you to still sleep past your alarm and call it quits for the day, but it's really hard to do that. You'd have to get up, walk past your gym clothes, turn off your alarm, walk past them again, eat the money that you paid uh, for the class, um, or skip the workout that you already had. Maybe you have an accountability buddy that was going to meet you there. And now I'm like, shit, you know, John's going to be there and I'm going to let him down. And that's kind of a bummer. So there's all these things that, you know, are reducing the friction for me to, to show up and it's making it harder to skip. That's what you want to do for this. So you might have an accountability buddy. You've got it on the calendar. You might even have a reward queued up. So, hey, if I prospect for an hour, I'm going to let myself go on Instagram for 10 minutes. I'm going to let myself go on a walk. I'm going to go grab a coffee. I'm going to go grab um, you know, a snack from Dunkin' Donuts. Whatever it is that's going to kind of get you to do that thing. And you're going to trick your brain in that case to want to do that. You're telling your brain, hey, when I do this hard thing, I get to do this fun thing afterwards. you know. And so now I'm like in this loop I'm creating this this neural pathway in my brain of saying, hey, I'm going to, uh, you know, I actually enjoy doing this thing now or I'm excited to do it because I'm going to get a, a you know, a reward. Same thing if you're training a dog. Dog wants to, it doesn't want to sit. It sits, it gets a treat. It sits, it gets a treat. That's how it works. Okay. So our brain is not that much different and that is how you can program it. So we prioritized our activities. We're, we're getting them in, into action. We're putting them on the calendar. By the way, you could put all these other things on the calendar. Put account research on the calendar. Put follow-up on the calendar. Put your workout on the calendar. The things that you are going to make you more successful, put them on the damn calendar, y'all. The third piece is urgency. 
So um, there's urgency in the micro and then there's urgency in the macro. So the urgency in the micro is like an example is if you have an hour where you're going to prospect, you can do that with urgency or you can do that lacklusterly. You can do that in a lazy fashion. So what you might consider doing is trying to get as many calls as you can in that hour, right? Um, trying to make a game of it, right? You might have tallies. You might have a, a personal record that you're trying to beat. You know, you might say, I'm not going to stop, even if it's after an hour until I get 25 calls or whatever the number might be, right? So there's urgency to like get as much done in that time, knowing that you're going to have a break. Uh, the Pomodoro method is a, is a popular method to do this, which is like 25 minutes on and then five minute break. I've also done, and I, I'm more, uh, I enjoy doing either like a 50 minute on and 10 minute break, or even a 90 minute on and a 30 minute break. Um, I do my best deep work in longer bouts. So I would do, I really enjoy like 90 minutes of like deep work on one focused thing. And then 30 minutes where I get to take a break and I'm going to maybe make some food or take a walk. And it's like enough time to really let my brain rest and get ready for the next kind of bout. And I do that with call blocks too. I might have three back-to-back -back Zooms for 90 minutes. And then I put a block on my calendar where I know I'm not going to be doing as well. And then I, I, uh, I, I take a step back. So that's urgency in the micro. Get as much done in those time blocks. Then there's urgency in the macro. Like we all have you know potentially longer term goals. Who's to say that you cannot accomplish your five-year goal in six months, right? So there's urgency in, you know, if Elon Musk says, you know, I want to build Tesla or, or whatever, these cars, it could take me 50 years or it could take me two years, right? Or it could take me six months. And he has the urgency to try to, you know, move that forward. So if you want to, you know, I've had plenty of people on this podcast that, have gotten to enterprise AE that have gotten to VP of sales in like five to 10 years, right? And there's a way to get there. And there's a way to do it in 40 years and there's a way to do it in seven. And you can do that, but you need to do you know some hard things and, and take some pretty big leaps in the meantime. And having that mindset of how can I accomplish my five-year goal in, in six months? The last step, this is the one that most people skip is systems. So James Clear, he wrote the book Atomic Habits. Please pick up that book if you haven't already. He said, winners and losers have the same goals. Think about um, right now it's, it's January, so it's football playoffs, even though my Patriots are not in there. But at the beginning of the year, there's 32 teams. It's fair to say that every team has a goal to, if not win the Super Bowl, at least make the playoffs, right? And that's their goal. They don't go in with their goal of, hey, let's win two games. But some teams do that and some teams suck. And so the difference is not what the goal is. The difference is the systems. The difference is how good are these people? How talented are they? How hard did they work? What was their game plan? What was their strategy? All these different things. It was the execution that changed things, not the goal, not the thing they wrote on the on the whiteboard, although that that is, that is good. So there's a few systems that I use. Um, one is outbound mode, which we talked about. One is color coding the calendar. So talked about prioritizing your activities, things that make you money, things that don't. I, I, I color code my calendar. So things that are going to make me money, like uh, revenue generating meetings, those are green. Uh, things that are more prep work, maybe I'm doing account research, 
maybe it's like an internal meeting, things like that, that are still valuable, um, but not at, you know, the most valuable thing. Those will be in blue. Right. And then like breaks might be in red and those are good, but you know, you can't be breaking the whole day, but you know, you, you want to have those strategically placed workouts. I put in yellow, um, you know, and so I can take a quick look at my calendar over the week and see, man, I, I have very little green here. I didn't have enough client meetings. I didn't do enough things to, to, to move the needle forward. Right. Or I, I have a week where it's all blue. I'm like, God damn, I'm spending so much time in internal meetings and this, this happens when you're a rep at a company, especially if the company's growing. Uh, I just noticed like, you know, in several places where I was at, as the company grows, all of a sudden there's way more internal meetings, meeting with my boss, a meeting with my CSM or my, BA, or my BDR, and we have an all hands and we have this and we have that. I'm like, God damn, I got no time to do what I need to do. And so that's a good thing to be aware of and you can make adjustments. Um, I also time uh, task batch. So in the spirit of, let's say, account research, there's two ways you could do it. You could do it haphazardly, 15 minutes, 30 minutes a day, little by little, or you can take an hour block every week or a couple hour block once a month even and do all of it, right? And our brain is wired to single task. I know we, we like to multitask. You're probably multitasking right now when you listen to this podcast and you're cleaning the dishes or walking the dog or working out, which is fair. But our brains are really only wired to do one thing at a time. And there's a cost to task switching. There's a cost to jumping from thing to thing. So it's it's easier to uh, for our brains to focus on one thing and do that for a longer period of time. So things that take a long time, um, you know, like account research or things like that, I would recommend trying to task batch them and do it that way. So um, those are a, a, a few thoughts. And, you know, when we're thinking about time, the, the way that I would close this out is you think about, there's a great book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. Uh, he created Keller Williams Realty and it's probably a billion dollar company and uh, uh, was a salesperson and he's probably worth hundred million or something like that. I don't even know, but it's a great book. It's really focused on what is the one thing well, in the in the grand scheme, what is the one thing that I want to do? And maybe that whatever your goal is, let's say it's to, you know, be a VP of sales someday. Okay. Well, what's the one thing I need to do this year to do that? Maybe it's make presence club. Okay. In order to do that, what's the one thing I need to do this quarter? I need to hit 150% to goal. Okay. Then then this month, then this week, then today. And what you'll find is there's one thing that you got to do today. And it doesn't seem like a lot. But if you do that every single day, that adds up a ton in you know a year and a ton in, in five to 10 years. And so um, I'll take myself, for example, I've always wanted to run my own business. This is the first month I left Gong at the end of December to start this company. And it was not the result of just taking a leap of faith one day. It was six years of producing content every single day that led to a point where I had enough audience and then uh, revenue where I felt comfortable leaving. But I couldn't just make that decision one day and feel good about it. I needed to go brick by brick, inch by inch, and things things happen by doing the right thing consistently over time. I'm not perfect. I don't do the right thing every single day, but I do it more often than not, and that that's led to some really good results for me personally and professionally. So, uh, you know, 1% better every day. There's a phrase in, in Japanese that I love. It's called Kaizen, which is continuous improvement. 
And you're always just focused on being a little bit better than you were the day before. Not perfect, but you're working on progress. So those are the four steps. If you find yourself saying at the end of the day, God, I you know felt like I was doing a lot, but I didn't. I don't have any progress to show for it. Uh, try this out. Prioritize. Take action. Have urgency, and then create systems. Um, and and that's all I got for today. We'll be back next week with another episode. Make sure to hit me up. Uh, best place to find me is LinkedIn. I'm posting multiple times every day. Tom Alamo, hit me up. Let me know what you think of the pod. And uh, and show give me a review or, or a like or something wherever you're listening to this. So much love. We'll be back at another time. Peace.